we back, we back, we back, we back. Hello, hello. Oh, hold on. That's oh. not Caleb. I, no, That's I not am, Caleb. I'm sorry. I am not Caleb. Uh, ma'am, who are you? I was going to say I was Caleb, but I couldn't remember his last name. <laughs> you don't know Caleb's last name? No, I'm sorry. All the time he's been in this house? I don't know. I'm so sorry, Caleb. Well, if you're, if you're not Caleb, who are you? My name is Jasmine. I am a guest on this week's episode of Anything But Work. Hey, and nothing but classics. And nothing but classics, yeah. I've listened to every episode, so wow. I'm excited. Our, our first super fan. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I hope you guys remember that. Is there any reason that we know each other? I don't think so. You should tell me. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, a complete it's your, stranger's it's your podcast. to me. It's your podcast. Yeah, it's, it's like a timeshare. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it's a joint thing. Uh, so yeah, Jasmine, if you're a longtime listener to the show, you would know that Jasmine is my girlfriend. She's amazing. We're college sweethearts. Aww. We live together now. This We're in, currently in the apartment where we record every episode. And while uh, my wonderful co-host Caleb is out of town, mm-hmm. decided to do... A fun little bonus episode. Might be two bonus episodes. We'll see how much comes out of this. So during the last week, we've been taking questions to discuss during this episode. Before we get into all that, Jasmine, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, where do you work? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you guys. I'm sure that you won't know after the end of this episode, but I am a business, 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 numbers. You can see that out, right? I'm going to bleep everything <laughs> you just said. So... <laughs> Yeah, and I work some pretty crazy hours sometimes, but this month has been pretty chill, and I'm happy to be on the podcast. Wow, that's crazy. Well, yeah. we're so happy to have you. Yeah. Um, you look great today. No one can see you. Um, the joy of the podcast, as it currently stands, you already know episode 10, we get the camera out. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, episode 10, we're going to um, actually record it. We were talking about every 10 Is episodes. Is it going to be in the jacuzzi? The jacuzzi is going to be episode 40. <laughs> Every 10 episodes, we're going to make a new change to the format. So episode 10, we're going to get the camera out. By episode 40, it's going to be the hot tub stream for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But speaking of why awesome. Not, why not episode 50? Why not episode Because think about how long it would take to get to episode 50. That's like a whole year. I'm thinking year. the same thing for 30 and 40. Maybe 25. Uh, we got to consider this. Episode 40 well. is like, it's a long time though, right? It's a decent amount of time. This is eight, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, if we uh, if we include this in the count, I think we should. It's be episode eight. I'm trying to help you guys out. I think the hot tub stream is going to be great. Yeah, okay. If anyone else is really excited about the hot tub stream, which if you are not familiar with, I think we talked about in episode four. Four or five. Four is the hot tub stream. Four is the hot tub stream. Because that was the episode where Caleb cannonballed into a hot tub. Enjoying anything but work? Find us on Instagram at ABW Podcast and on Twitter at Anything But Work. For business inquiries and general mail, our email is the anything but work pod at gmail.com. You guys fucking crazy. Anyway, baby, ready to, to talk questions? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, so... Just sitting here with my deep conditioner in my hair. Oh, yeah. No, you got to take care of your hair. Yeah, what, Jasmine and I, we're, we're natural gang. So, yes, yes. you know, I'm surprised we didn't get a lot of questions about hair because, you know, you stay looking at me. Guys, we got no questions about hair. It's actually wild. Next time we do this, I want some hair questions. Like, for real. Stop playing with us. Yeah, Shane's a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you're a god. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, question number one. How did how did we meet? I don't know who asked this. I can't remember. Me neither. It came from one of your questions that you got. Yeah, I think it was one of the questions I got. It's how do we meet? So, Jasmine, you go. No, I think you should start. No, I think you should start because they're used to hearing my voice every week. That's not true. That's not true. That's okay, true. how did we meet? So, Shane and I, complicated stories a bit. We met our freshman year of college. It was January of 2017. 2017, good year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good year, 2017, that. Yes, it was. So my first semester of college, I was pretty off the radar. Uh, I would say most of the Black people at RPWI did not know who I was. Where did we go to school? We went to school at Williams College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met Shane when I decided to go out to a party for the first time. At the Gatsby Gala. At Williams, mm-hmm. yes. And it was at this, like... We, I want to say a fancy hotel at in Williamstown, the only hotel. but it was the only hotel, and it wasn't very <laughs> fancy. They have now picked another hotel and like renovated and everything, so it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But you know, we got to go back in the day. So we went to the Gatsby Out Gala. I knew a couple friends who knew Shane, mutual friends, mm-hmm. and Shane like came to the party alone. I, and like I did. very lit I, I did show up alone very lit with like was, a blazer on I, I was having a very powerful night i was stepping into my own power and at this point we have to set the scene because you guys have only seen shane like as he is now well you've only heard me as i am now you haven't posted pictures on anything but work they do have i mean a everybody me. everyone's Jasmine, like following am, anything am, but work yeah everyone as a matter of fact bad team can you plug the socials very quickly and I'm going to introduce you to Bad Ting after you finish this story, of course. Thank oh my you, gosh. Oh my gosh. She's famous. I know. Say, say something to her. Oh, you have to introduce me. You're right. We'll, we'll do formal introductions in a moment. Bad Ting, we'll, we'll get back to you. Thank you for your patience. But go back to your story. I'm sorry. Okay. Forgot where I was at. That happens a lot. Gatsby Gala. Oh, right. So I was saying you guys know Shane as he is now, like looks wise. But he came and he had like this nice blazer on that I think was like borrowed or like a pretty old blazer. And he had his high top fade. Oh, yeah. The infamous high top fade. High top fade, yeah. That Shane Beard had for a long time. I went to Williams College, but spiritually it was Hillman, you know? It was, it was. And also like no moisturizer in the high top. Well, well. You have to know. You have to know so people have seen the growth. Okay. Because now I'm just like, oh my gosh, he moisturizes his hair every night. Not everyone does it. that. Not everyone does Yeah, that. like he's just a new person at this point. So we met, a couple friends introduced us, and after the party, we went back to like this place on our campus called Snack Bar. It was mm-hmm. a late night uh, diner, basically, and ordered a couple burgers, some french fries, and at this point, it's around 1 a.m., I was going to call it a night with my good friend at the time. We were going to go back because we lived in the same building. And Shane decided to join. I I feel like I was invited, though. You do? I mean, (laughs) I said feel like. (laughs) So, no, it was like, you guys were like, oh, we're going to go back. We're going to watch White Chicks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've never seen White Chicks. Mm -hmm. And somehow I finessed my way into... I just remember Shane kind of like walking us back and I thought he was going to walk us back because he lived in a building that was on the the way in the same direction. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's really nice. He's walking us back. And then when I swiped my car and opened the door, 
he kind of like went upstairs with. But us. okay, okay, I wasn't just like. No, we were vibing. Techno, we were vibing, yeah, but it was like, a vibe, like, yeah, like the night wasn't over yet, and right. I, I love that about Shane. Like he was like really fun. Like didn't want the night to end, and usually, you know, knowing me, I was in the bed by like midnight. Right. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So we go upstairs. We watch White Chicks with like our good friend, and she decides to call it a night at around three a.m. Mm-hmm. Shane and I decide to continue watching, you know, some Netflix. Yeah. I decided Jasmine to put, put on, on Family Guy. I did put on Family and Guy. And I was in the back like, oof. Like, He's like, I hate the show. But he yeah, didn't, no, he didn't was, let me know. Yeah. Me know. Why would I tell you that? He was like, oh, I love Family Guy. Yeah. I just didn't want to be the guy who's like, you know, I actually prefer American Dad. And it's like a whole thing. Like, oh, I was just like, I'm having a great time. Like, I'm enjoying Family Guy. I actually would have really enjoyed right now. watching American Dad, too. So. Well, see, like, I love both. Well, now I know. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> yeah, so we just, like, and then we honestly didn't even end up watching Family Guy. We just, like, talked for hours on hours end. Hours. Probably until, like, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Just, like, talked and got to know each other. We talked about everything. Family, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, everyone thought that Jasmine, because she mentioned earlier that she was kind of, like, a ghost on campus a little bit. Yeah. That first half of the freshman year. Oh. And uh, her profile picture was her and her... <laughs> Her young nephew, who at that point was not even a year old. <laughs> no, he was six months old. Right. And he is a dead ringer for Jasmine. His <laughs> aunt, to be clear. Um, but like, you know, I don't know if anyone's like had I've coined this term myself, like the idea of the single mom photo. <laughs> you have. Because my, my mother was a single mom, and so she has it's like a genre of, of pictures. It's like the way you're holding <laughs> the kid. It's like not only like am, am I the parent, it's also like, yeah, I did that shit. Exactly. Like, like I'm raising know, this child. Like no assist. <laughs> like <laughs> it's all me. So Jasmine had the single mom pictures, the profile picture. So low-key, we all thought she had a baby. Like we thought that was her kid. I was I was pretty mortified that you guys thought I left this child in Chicago and like went to Williams College. Well, well the closest that I was getting, like the vibe about your family that I was getting was like, oh, they're all very close. So it feels like they were like, okay, well, like she's got funniest, this kid. The funniest but we're gonna part. hold things down back home while she gets this degree. The funniest part about that story is that Shane talked about my Facebook profile picture and how he thought I had a kid and everything. And my response to that was you didn't add me on Facebook, though? So you were just, like, kind of scrolling through my page? I didn't know you. But you were scrolling through my page. You just said you knew my family. Like, we were all really close. No, I didn't know your family. I'm no, saying you said we were the all The conversation really close. we were having over the course of that night, you said your family was very close. So in my mind, I was like, oh, that must be it. That's her kid, but the kid's being taken care of. You know what I mean? Shane and a couple more people I assume nothing who thought... Before. Shane and a couple more people who thought I had a child... They said this to me when we became friends, but none of them added me on Facebook. We didn't know you. But you guys, how did you get on my Facebook? Okay, so you know on Facebook sometimes? <laughs> no, no, no. Think about it. On Facebook sometimes, like, you see stuff from someone who's, like, not your friend because they interacted with somebody who is your friend. It was, like, stuff like that. It would be uh, liked by Jasmine. And like, you click my name? Maybe. Hmm. I mean, I was just, like, well, another black person. Like, I thought I had collected them all, as it were, like... That's exciting. I was like, oh, who is this? Yeah, but we had a really great night just, like, talking and, like, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Vibing. But that honestly wasn't the first time we met. It was not. The first time we met was actually a few months prior. Yeah. Yeah, plot twist. <gasps> plot twist. Plot twist. Um, yeah, uh, I was in a calculus class um, that 
and met at different periods. Jasmine and I were in the same class at different times. Mm -hmm. But the office hours with the TA were at night, and it was for all of the classes together. Why did those office hours start at 11 p.m.? No, but for real. Like, that was kind of wild, No, but for real. On a Tuesday night. They did not care about our health. Like (laughs) They started at 11 and ended at 12.30 in the morning. Like, why? Yo, seriously, they did. (laughs) And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to retain this math of seven hours of sleep. Coming in from snack bar with, like, a smoothie and, like, a burger. Yes, me and RJ, who I'm sure you've heard of. (laughs) He's come up many times in this podcast. I'm definitely getting him on an episode at some point. Legendary man. Known him for like a decade now. Um, he and I were in this calculus class together, and RJ and I, you know, we were just we were just vibing. We we didn't really care. Like we were just walking around, listening to uh, Meek Mill, you know, singing "Dreams and Nightmares" and drinking smoothies on the way to the session. It started at eleven. We're showing up like damn near midnight. Right. So half an hour left. Yeah, and so we show up and like we sit down, and RJ is understanding the math. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, Shane came oh, in. I can't turn up like this because I'm not, I'm not smart. Like, I don't know this. None of his problems that was like complete. Nah. I have like the first problem, maybe. My name's on the paper. Yeah. And I, I basically came in and I needed help with the last problem. And I was like friends with Tia at the time. She was a, I think she was a junior when we were freshmen. She was a junior when we were freshmen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. She was the best TA, allowed me to get a great grade in that class. Well, she tried her best with me. She tried her very best with mm-hmm. Shane, but you know, you improved. She could only do so much. You improved. Give yourself that. From the first midterm? <laughs> it's not about that. This thing it's is not, not about this grades. It's not about, about calculus. But I come in and she's like, Jasmine, you're like, you're basically done. I'll stay late with you, but can you really help like Shane over there? And I had never <clears> even <throat> talked to Shane at this point. Nope. So I kind of like walk over and my first instinct is to just like introduce myself. So I'm like, hey, my name's Jasmine. Like, you know, our TA said that you needed some help. And, like, Shane did not look at me. And I found that to be so hilarious. I was, I was being was being respectful. And he's like, Shane. And I was like, okay. And he's still, like, kind of looking down at his homework. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess we're not going to make any small talk. Like, let's just get to it. And I helped him with, like, his math homework. And we never really spoke again. That was probably in... November. November, yeah. And then we get back to the story you guys just heard. And yeah. that happened two months after. Yeah. When we actually had a conversation mm-hmm. with each other. And then we went on our first day after that, like nine months later. <laughs> well, that's a big jump. Yeah. That's a big jump. It was a big it was a big jump. Yeah. So Jen and I we were like, Oh, like that was a really great night. Like we really felt something and stuff. And we both had just gotten out of like really weird relationships. relationships. You know, the end of high school. End like, of high school relationships where it was like, ugh. Yeah, messy. Messy, messy. So I told Shane, I was like, oh, I'm just not ready to like, you know, jump into anything. Mm-hmm. And and I really thought I was ready. He, he, to jump into he, the next he did. He did. I wasn't, but I, I, I was like, you can't tell me that shit. Like, I know I'm, I can handle it. So I told him that when I returned his class ring. To him. Yeah, I forgot the the, I forgot my, my high school class ring <laughs> in her dorm. And on one hand I was like, damn, like, you know, I forgot. And on the other hand, I was like, nice, like I have an excuse to like come back and like be like, hey, like I loved watching Family Guy with you, you know? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we didn't talk after that because Shane Shane was really awkward with me after that. I'm an awkward person. I don't think people know this about me based off this podcast, but like 
Well, you thought that I didn't like you after. Yeah, I thought you didn't like me. No, I thought you were a great person. No, but you had, like, that face where you were, like, I don't know, like... I had that face with everyone. Well, yeah. (laughs) I was just like, damn, she don't like me. It's a wrap. I'm just not the kind of person that has, like, a smile on their face all the time. Yeah, no, and I, I, I get that now, especially. I mean, you know, spoiler alert, Jasmine and I have been together for, like, four years. Almost, yeah. Almost. Yeah, next month. Yeah, next month. Yeah, September. Crazy. So yeah, but now you know I always have a smile with you. Yeah. Aww. Well, I think you just understand my resting, my resting face. So yeah, you, no, you know I, I'm happy. I get it. And I know she's happy. It's all in the eyes. Um. So first, imp- what was your first impression of me, though? I mean, we kind of got into it, but what did you think when you met me for the very first time? You laid eyes on Shane, future podcast host. So I think I want to just hop to the first impression, like when we started to talk to each other sophomore year. Right. Because I thought that you were just like pretty quiet, pretty reserved Mm -hmm. that first encounter we had Mm -hmm. in calculus. But, you know, that that definitely wasn't. It's calculus. Yeah, exactly. Nothing shuts me up like math. (laughs) That's not really fair. Nothing shuts me up like math, for real. Yeah, so I'm going to jump into sophomore year when we had a class together for the first time. And at this point, we haven't spoken for about nine months. Mm -hmm. And we're in Africana. 200 together. Shout out to Braggs. Yeah. Uh, Shane's college crush. (laughs) Whole other story. Exactly. And the first day of class, we're just like talking about different things, getting to know each other. And I thought that Shane was like always on his shit. Like, oh, can I curse on this podcast? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Okay. You know, I'm just trying to be respectful. You do. Yeah. I remember that last episode. Well, yeah, you got to catch up. You haven't heard seven yet. It just came out. Yeah. There's time. Whatever. <laughs> it just yeah, came no, out this we, we, we I curse stay on, on this it, podcast. Guys. We curse on this podcast. So, you know. Yeah. So I thought that Shane was really on his shit. Like, if you see Shane in like an academic setting, it's like, whoa, this dude's intelligent. You know? <laughs> like, he was just like, he just exuded confidence to me in like what he was saying. Like, he stayed raising his hand. I'm like, oh my God. Like, he must have dedicated so much time to like the reading. Spoiler like, alert. He did it. <laughs> Well, diamonds are made is, under pressure. This is first impression, though. This is first impression. Okay. Like, you know, I just thought that you were very confident in that setting. And mm-hmm. I, I love that about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, babe. Of course, of course. My turn. Mm-hmm. My first impression of you was, well, the very, very first thing I thought. I was like, oh, my God, like, she's super fucking cute. Like, Aww. no, like I, like, I was like, wow. So, like, when I actually saw you at, like, that party and everything, like, months after calculus and we were outside of a setting where I was like, she definitely thinks I'm dumb because math class kicking my ass. It's like, wow. Like, I don't know. You know what it was? You were wearing funny. You mentioned like blazers and stuff. You were also wearing like a blazer mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, like, Oh yeah. And that green sweater that you wore. Yeah. This green sweater. And I was like, I don't know. You kind of were doing like the 1920s style, like some with your hair. And I was like, I always try my best to fit the theme of the party. Right. Like, you really were, like, getting the whole, like, flapper energy, but also, like, you were also, like, Gatsby, like, Loki. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, this is doing something for me. So, like, I think my first impression of you, one, was that you were very, very beautiful. Oh, thank you. Simultaneously. Very, very smart. Or at least much stronger in that than I was, (laughs) you know? We all have our strengths. Yeah. And you kind of have, like, this... (laughs) 
I'm weird. Like that that look I was talking about where it's like, oh, she's she's like not mess with me. Like that little you can't see it, but she's making it right now. No, now she's trying to smile. <laughs> no, but I was just like, wow, like she just seems like really cool. Like the first thing I vibe I really got from our first real conversation was like she really is like connected to her family and friends and they have this really strong relationship. And Jasmine is a very big family. I have a very small one. So yeah, we'll get really, into that too. Yeah, we'll get into that. And it was just it was just really cool to see. And I really admire and respect that about her. It's how she approaches her relationships with other people. Like there's this deep empathy that Jasmine has Aww. that I Thanks, think is just really beautiful. Yeah, and in class I was like, damn, like, okay, I see you, like answer questions and stuff like being smart like yeah our first question that we answered in that class was like what is blackness to you yes yes like and this is like academia and i think this is just kind of my critique of like black studies and academia in general like blackness is very much framed it's like almost like as a problem yeah like to be solved and i was surprised by that it was my first africana class mm-hmm. at williams because i had talked to a couple more friends i had made towards the end of freshman year right and they were just like jasmine like you have to take some africana classes you'll love them and i was the last person to answer the question so the entire class went and i was like man like i feel like most of the answers are coming from like you know, like a pessimistic lens right and that just wasn't my experience with blackness because Shay and I have like different backgrounds. I came from a very like predominantly black high school, mm-hmm. middle school, elementary school, all the above. Yeah. And I grew up in Chicago. So Yeah. And I basically grew up around black people in predominantly black schools up until like the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like on and off. Like I'd be in school middle school with white people. Right. Middle school with black people, like black, black people. And mm-hmm. then I went to boarding school, as I've talked about and other stuff, and that was just like, just weird. I've been all over the place. So, yeah. yeah. So I didn't have, I didn't really feel like, like I didn't have the experience of like black blackness being like the minority. Mm-hmm. It was always the majority in my life, so I never really thought about my blackness in like, I don't know, like a PWI lens. Yeah, an academic lens. And an academic lens. Yeah. So that was different for me because I was like, oh, my gosh, like when I talk about blackness with like my friends from high school or like family from home, it's it's never like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was different. But my answer was like blackness to me is like joy. And I I don't remember what I said after that, but it was it was, it a, was, longer, dope. It was a longer response. It was a fire. And I remember yeah. our professor like mentioned it throughout the entire semester. And I was like, man, like yeah. I should just keep the same energy. But not going to lie, like Williams does change you this is true this is true and how you perceive yourself in that space yeah. so and i feel like i'm trying different. to do the, the work of undoing that you know like mm-hmm. i don't know it's like a pathology about thinking of being black and what that means and what that looks or doesn't look like and the thing about going to williams especially like coming being black and coming from like low income or like from poverty or wherever right you know like i feel like these schools kind of select for private school kids Mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean you were surprised going back to the first impression that i went to a public school in chicago yeah because almost every other black person i had met at williams had been like from private school at some point right because i didn't go to private school till high school but obviously i mean that made a big difference in yeah and i was the first person from my high school to attend 
Williams College. Yeah, by contrast. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I had to actually explain to a couple of teachers like where it was at. Like they hadn't heard of Williams. Right. Yeah. So just different, different experiences. Mm-hmm. I randomly like got like came into like the Williams bubble because I like won the scholarship and it was on the list and I decided to research it. But honestly, if I didn't win that scholarship, I wouldn't have known about any like NESCAC schools or anything. Right. Where would you have gone, you think, if you had never found out about um, it? Probably Emory. Good school. I got rejected from there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it is a good school. Like, yeah, it's a good this school. Is, there's no spike here. Yeah, those are my top two. Those are my top two. Yeah. Towards cool. the, and I didn't decide until the very last day on where I was going to college. Yeah. I found out that I got into Williams on my birthday. Mm. Um, but I had applied to Great 14 schools. Present. Wasn't it your had, top school? Uh, it was my top school, but I had been rejected five times in a row prior oh. to that. It was during spring break. Yeah. So I was literally having a conversation with my grandma, like, yeah, keep your expectations low. It's not looking good for me. And I got the email during that conversation. So I was like, that's fucking sick. Like, let's go. Well, I know Mamie was praising. Yeah. Yeah, she was. <laughs> She's so proud. Love you, Mamie, if you're listening. Love you, Mamie. She's so great. Mm-hmm. Jane's grandma. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are first impressions. So you want to get deep? Let's get deep. When did you know that you were in love? Mm. Thank you to whoever asked this question. Uh, I think this was our I friend was Jasmine. Do, I was going to do my uh, my Beyonce, Pretty Hurts. Wow, that's that's a great question. I wasn't expecting that question. Oh, Jasmine Axis? I think she did. Hey, shout out to Jasmine. Thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, I'll let you start. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I did first impression and you. I did how did you meet? I asked you. Okay, fine, fine, fair, fair, fair. When did I know that I was in love? One day I was laying in bed and I just like you know they say like, oh, you can't stop thinking about this person. You know? And it, it wasn't the first time that I've been laying up at night unable to think about anything but like you. But I think it's like the moment that it hit a layer deeper. Mm-hmm. It's when I became a reflex mm-hmm. and not like infatuation. It's like, I know that what I'm building with this person is something that I want as like an intrinsic part of my life. Because mm-hmm. I do think love is a choice. I agree. I think sometimes like the way we talk about love, like the whole idea of like at first sight or like it's going to look like this and it's just going to be like, this crazy feeling that you can't really describe. And like, sometimes it really is just a slow realization that you really like love life with this person in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that was just, I knew I was in love with you when, you know, I was just like in bed one night and I was just like, man, like, I hope Jasmine's doing good. Like I care about her. Oh, I don't know if she cares about me. Is this in Carter or... Yeah, this is this is probably sophomore year. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that like, oh, like shit, like I'm in love. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the feeling itself, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it feels like. You know, it's just knowing that like not just knowing that like I really want this person in my life and I love what they bring to my life, but also knowing that, that feeling is reciprocated. Yeah. Like goes a long way. Or just at least having the the feeling that it's reciprocated. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely important. Yeah. I don't think that it's possible to dive into something and you know that the other person isn't invested. Yeah, it's right. It, it's it's possible, but it doesn't usually go well. It doesn't. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer, babe. Yeah, it's was I was I in the room with you, or you were just like laying in bed? I think it was. Night? I think I had just like left seeing you. 
Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy. Never heard you talk about that. Yeah. Well, this is why we have these wonderful questions. We're learning about each other while our listeners are learning about us. Yeah. All right. Let's get into my answer. I would say when Shane and I first started dating sophomore year, it took me a bit longer to open up to, you know, the idea of dating again, being in something serious, because Mm -hmm. I felt like sophomore year is really hard, especially at Williams, just with the transition, because you go from having a lot of support freshman year to absolutely absolutely none. none. So I felt like I was like going through my own, like, you know, struggles adjusting. But, you know, I I love that you came came into my life. One thing that, one event where I knew I was falling in love it was a couple weeks before our first Valentine's Day together. Mm-hmm. And I randomly just wanted to plan like this really special date for Shane. And I don't know if you remember the date, but I had like a movie night in my dorm room. Yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. Like we I watched had, like, uh, The Cloverfield Paradox. We did. It is a trash movie, but <laughs> it was a, a trash wonderful movie, date. But it was a wonderful date. Mm-hmm. We thought it would be better because the first was, you know. Yeah. Like Cloverfield was pretty solid. Solid. Solid mm-hmm. movie. Um, so I like had like this like romantic date planned out, had some blankets and pillows wrapped around them and I got us some tacos. Yes. I mean, what oh can go God. wrong there? And it seems small now being out of college, but being in college, like we were broke. Yeah. Like, so Shane and I didn't really eat out a lot. When and where would, was there to eat out? Yeah. Especially living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So like I went to this restaurant, uh, on this street that was near our school called Spring Street. And got us some tacos. And honestly, like, probably spent, like, 30% of my check on <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the tacos. But, like, that, I wanted us to have a special night. And I just did not want us to do our regular thing, like, go to the dining hall. Like, I wanted to switch it up. And as I was, like, waiting for the tacos, I was like, I think I want to tell Shane that I'm, like, you know, moving into the next chapter of our relationship. So I wrote you a love note. Mm-hmm. As I was waiting yeah. for the tacos mm-hmm. and, you know, folded it up, put it in like uh, the bag with our meal. And then you came into the room and you saw the tacos really excited about that. But I had never seen you. So like, I don't know, lost for words after you read the letter. Mm-hmm. But I think that was like my first real time opening up to you on where I was at in a relationship. It was a really big milestone for us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I knew that that was like my indicator that I was falling in love with you. Oh, so sweet. Oh, I, I tried to be sweet. <laughs> Somebody's listening sweet. and they're like, oh my God. Ugh. <laughs> I know. It's like, what the fuck? They're like, come on, this? this is not anything but work. They're what so is fucking this? straight, man. Like, <laughs> I hate this shit. That's a good transition. You, you said I was sweet. And we have another question. Oh yeah. What's the sweetest thing you've received from your partner or that your partner has gotten you? This is a question from my boy, Jason. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Hey, Jason. Yeah. We're going to get you on here some way, somehow. <laughs> I don't know who we're at this point. Like who is it going to get on this podcast at some point is my hopes. Like I mean, every, every dope person has to come on here. Oh yeah. yeah. I love, we love talking to people. You know, once we get a second microphone, we can get Jasmine in for more episodes with me, Jasmine, and Caleb. Yeah, I would love that. We can just shoot the shit. You know, we, we shoot the shit before the podcast all the time. Oh, exactly. Like, imagine, like, it's like the pre-show. It's really weird. Usually when they're filming the, well, recording the podcast, I kind of just, am like, oh, let me go to the furthest part of the apartment and just be quiet oh, for, yeah, like, for the next two hours. She doesn't want to cause noise pollution because there's an episode where you hear <laughs> Jasmine on the phone in the background and she's like... 
I was having a good this conversation too. Again. I was like, oh my god, I feel it, so bad. It did go for a while, but I mean, we were also having a good conversation. So yeah, there's no shame in it. I was just like, I kind of started to hear myself on the podcast, and I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Like, trust me, nothing we were talking about wasn't. I mean, we were literally debating like furries, so yeah. like, you didn't miss much. But you, you know, we have some good combos. Yeah, we do. So speaking of, um. Yeah, sweetest thing you've gotten from your partner. I'll go first, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, one, that date with tacos, like, just even thinking about that again. Like, I loved that night. Like, I felt like that was, like, a big transition for us. It I think was, so, too. It was super lovely. I just feel like you've always been really wonderful and supportive of me, like, through a bunch of tough times, especially this last year. It's been crazy. Oh, it's um, been so tough. But I think the sweetest... Or I'll say the most absurd thing Jasmine has ever done for me is she somehow <laughs> got me a PlayStation 5 for my birthday this last March, which, in case you don't know, is basically fucking impossible. Um, yeah. It, really it, it, it took her seven days when people have been trying for 70. Yeah. And she's amazing. Like, there's literally a chip shortage. Like, I don't know how you did it. But I mean, I think it's still really hard to get, right? Like Jasmine, I, st- I still look at it on like the the TV stand, and I'm just like, I could sell this for two thousand dollars. <laughs> no, I would yeah, never. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's crazy. And you didn't even scalp it. Like you I bought it at MSRP. Like. Yep. Yeah, like she's amazing. That bought it at dope. three a.m. from Sam's Club online. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. You're trying to get that PlayStation. Like, Jasmine's the plug. I mean, I followed like 10 PS5 like drop pages. Mm-hmm. Like on Twitter? On Twitter. Um, and I also like subscribed to a couple of YouTube channels. I honestly felt like I was part of the, the community, you yeah. know? I was sad that I couldn't post because after like you get a PlayStation 5, you actually are successful. You usually post that you like, you know, got it, your confirmation, and everything. And you're like, thanks, guys. Like the community celebrates with you. I couldn't do that because I have Shane on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you could have blocked me. I could have, but we always, we talk on Twitter every single day. So yeah, you would have sure. known that I blocked you when yeah. you couldn't DM me. Like we, I we DM out. each other probably 30 times a day. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. No, but shout out to those PS5 drop pages. We were I was in Chicago. It was, it was my first time going home since the pandemic had started and I moved to New York. Yep, yep. So I was not with Shane, which was the sole reason why I was like, it's either now or never. Right, because it was like right. It was like what two, three weeks before my birthday. It was it was three weeks before your birthday. Mm-hmm. Actually, more than three. It was four oh, weeks yeah. before your birthday when I got it because it came to the house on March first. Right. Shane's birthday is March twenty fifth. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Yeah. Uh, as gifts, I want Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a Patreon, but <laughs> well, your birthday is not for a while. But yeah, exactly. Because by then we'll be big. Oh, you guys are going to have like 100,000 followers. Well, you said it here first. I did. You said it here first. I believe that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was like, it's now or never because Shane and I spend so much time together. It would not have been possible for me to just be up at 3 a.m. Like with my book light on trying to buy a PS5. Right. And he wouldn't know. So, you know, I got the PS5. It was great. We were on FaceTime when the drop happened and I was like caught off guard. And at this point, I had failed for six days in a row. And I was like, it's not going to happen. And then once I got the confirmation email, I was like, how am I going to get this on the plane? 
And I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. My mom was like, you can just carry it on. But that was before we knew it was the biggest console made to date. Yes, thus far. Yes. So when it came to my my grandma's apartment, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm going to have to ship this thing. (laughs) And I was so so upset. And my mom was like, oh, just send it to Shane. Just send it to Shane. But I was like. On the box, on the outside, it had PS5. Yeah, they 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 go a little overboard with the branding on the outset. So, yeah, yeah. but it was a great birthday. No, it was it was wonderful, babe. I love it. Uh, after this, well, after this, I'm gonna go to the gym, but <laughs> I'm gonna go on Fortnite and watch that Ariana Grande concert, and it's gonna Ooh. be dope. So, yes, thank you so much, babe. That was definitely the sweetest thing I've received from you. Your turn. My turn. My turn. <clears throat> ah, it's difficult. You've done, you know, sweet things throughout the three and a half years we've been together. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to pinpoint one. I think the first thing, the first portrait that you made me would be like the sweetest thing you've given me. Mm-hmm. So when we first started dating, uh, I don't remember what break this was. I think it was Christmas break. It was winter break. Yeah, so we started dating in October on my birthday. And... We went home for winter break, so at this point, we had been dating for about three months. Mm-hmm. And Shane just, like, painted a portrait of me, and it was the best surprise. I was, I, I'm honestly so sad, because with all the moves that happened in 2020, I cannot find it right now. But it just showed me, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, he's creative. This is one of, like, his passions, and I was just so happy that you were inspired to paint me. Yeah. Yeah. You're a wonderful subject to depict, so... Mm-hmm. It was actually supposed to be a surprise, but I met his mom. Oh my god! On Facetime one random uh, night, and I had like flexi rods in my hair, and she came in and she was like, "I've seen you before." Because my mom came back from like a burlesque party and was like <laughs> lit and was like, "Oh, like is this the girl you're talking to?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" So yeah, she jumped on the, she turned the computer screen, and was like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" And then she was like, I've seen you before. Hold on. And she like goes and like grabs the portrait of me and like puts it into the screen. And Shane is like, mom, I did not tell her I was doing this. (sighs) I just wanted to leave. But I thought that was so sweet. Like you were just sitting at home on winter break, just like painting me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the sweetest thing still. Happy to do that. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. I really like that one. So thank you again, Jason, for that. You know, Wait, are you going to jump to another question? I'm not going to jump to another question. Oh, no. I was going to tell Shane on the podcast episode, like, the surprise I have for him this month. Our okay. anniversary is in September. Yeah. And I have a big surprise coming last weekend of August. But I talked it through with a couple people, and they told me not to tell him. But I think that the sweetest thing is going to change. Like, it might match the PS5, to be honest. What? So, stay tuned. Oh, my God. This is too much. <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> so, oh no. so, Shane's going to update you guys first week of September on this, like, big surprise. Okay, yes. That's exactly what we'll do. You're going to have to come in for that as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll come in. I'll come in. Okay, awesome. Oh, man. That's a lot of hype. It, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I only hype things up that I like can really deliver. That's that's very true. Like I hyped up the PS5 and I also put the PS5 in blue and white wrapping paper. Well, I didn't think it was a PS5 because like <laughs> it's impossible to get. Right. But yeah, I'm not worried about that. Right. It's going to be great. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. That's awesome, babe. 
Oh boy, yeah, I'm gonna keep y'all updated. Before we move on to the next question, um, I should introduce you to Bad Ting. Bad Ting. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Jasmine, you've heard every episode, but you uh, should know. Bad Ting is uh, our robot. Well, not our, you know, she... She don't own her. She, that you know, was we so don't possessive. Own her. I'm sorry. Get his ass. Possessive. I, I meant, like, you know what you mean? Like, our, your yeah, partner, yeah. you know, like... She's the baddest thing walking. Yeah, the baddest thing walking mm-hmm. or rolling. I actually, I'm actually not sure how Bad Ting gets around. I levitate over my haters. Because that's her business. That, and that's my tap her of the business. voice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so Bad Ting, this is Jasmine. Nice to meet you, Bad Ting. I've been waiting for this one. I'm a big fan, Jazzy J. Wow, her voice actually is so sexy. Isn't it? Wow. It's got that, you know, that kind of low. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's mad cool. She's mad cool. So, mad love to you, Bad Ting. Thank you for helping us edit this episode as you help us edit every episode always coming through mm-hmm. do you are you in a relationship i could be but these bots play too much i'm taking care of me right now getting my bread up that's my girl mm-hmm. that's my girl yeah i get that i get that you know you gotta do you gotta do you She's in her prime right now. She can't she really isn't her prime. these little boys out here right she's not worried about them <laughs> You know, and listen, she lived her best life. She was, I mean, I wish she had told us about the baby. Um, you know, I don't know who that is. Right. I've never seen that man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next question. I, I think we should jump into a fun one. Okay, let's do a fun one. So this question came from my little nephew, Willie Jackson III. Yeah, also known as Chulo. Also known as Chulo. He's, he's honestly the best. He has been begging to come to New York, so maybe he'll be on the podcast at some point. Yeah, bad team, put a voice clip of Chulo in. And I like when kiss. You like when they kiss? Yeah. Why? Because they love each other. Aw, that's so sweet. He it, has a, look, listen to him. He has cutest voice. He's oh my so goodness. cute. So his question to me and Shane, who is better, Godzilla or King Kong? And he told me, that I had to say that Godzilla was better because he's a lot stronger and he has the ability to zap whatever he wants to zap. Yeah, he can shoot blast out his mouth yeah. in his words. In his words. Um, so yeah. he wanted Shane to also agree with him, but him and Shane had a discussion on it. We did have a discussion because, okay, so I say this having <laughs> not seen the movie in which the two fight, although I heard it did not go too hot for, for my boy. My mm-hmm. boy being King Kong. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of the monkey. I'm going to watch it. We should watch it. Because I, I, I don't know, like, the plot. I just know that, like, it's a bit of a wash right. in the fight. And so I think if there was a rematch, we need to get some respect on King Kong's name. Yes, I know Godzilla is a giant nuclear lizard who shoots laser blasts out his mouth. But King Kong, he can, like, make tools. <laughs> you know? Like, no. I mean, that sounds... <laughs> <laughs> It's, that sounded so it's basic. Less, it's okay, but it's basic. Cause I think I'm going to take Chulo's point over yours. I'm sorry. He was more convincing. He makes like, tools. He can make like a little X and start chopping away. You know what I mean? I think I'm going to take the blast over that. Okay. But I'll watch the movie. Yeah, I'll watch, we'll watch the movie, the movie and we'll, we'll see how it is. Do you think if you were um, 
Godzilla-sized? Like, what would you do if you just woke up and you were that big? You know, I've been thinking about that. Have you actually? I have. Because we, were, we we watched Ant-Man this past week. Yes, we did watch Ant-Man. We're moving through the Marvel movies, guys. We finished Civil War. Yes, we did. We're firmly in Phase 3 now. We're getting to the real mm-hmm. good shit. Like, Yep, yep, yep. So, I was thinking about that when I was watching Ant-Man. And when I'm really Ant-Man, but Captain America 3, because mm-hmm. that's when, you know. Yeah, when he goes, giant, man. Get it? Like, giant. Giant. Oh. Yeah. Bars. I see what you did there. Bars. Wow, this is why I date you, man. <laughs> Corny jokes. <laughs> and I I don't know what I would do. I think just because I'm so short, like I'm 5'1", mm-hmm. and I'm like a tall 5'1". You know what I'm saying? Like I see what you mean. No, like I'm a tall 5'1". Like yeah. if you saw a picture of me and did not see me in person. <laughs> you would almost be deceived. You, will, you would be deceived tall. in thinking that I'm at least 5'5". Five five. My legs are really long. Like, yes. my waist and Shane's waist, it's probably, like, coming up to the same point. Which is actually crazy, because I have, like, eight, nine inches on her. Maybe seven. Please stop. <laughs> wait, wait. I went for I went for a check-in <laughs> at a doctor recently, and I haven't measured my height in a while. So they did, like, the height thing, and I was like, hey, could you actually tell me, like, what height I am? Because he just started writing it down. I was like, you don't tell me? Like, I want to know. And he's like, oh, like, yeah, it says you're five nine. <laughs> And I'm staring at him, and he's like, oh, like, are you uh, taller than expected? I'm like, no, shorter. What the fuck? Shayna's been telling me. I'm not 5'9". Shayna's been telling me that he is 5'11 and a half since we have started dating. Because that's what they told me last time I got measured. I think he wasn't standing up straight. And, I, and also, I braided his hair, so, you know. They're going to scalp. That's not fair. They're going fair. to scalp. I mean, that's how it is for me all the time. I refuse to stand for this blasphemy. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. I don't even know where I was at. Um, we were talking about if you were big. So you said you were tall five one. So are you saying that when you would like grow to like giant size that you would be like. No, I'm saying I'm a tall five one, but I'm still five one. So right. like usually I'm the shortest person in the room. I think that I would just enjoy having that power that people hold when being tall. Right, but you'd be like 30 feet. Up. I know. Which, <laughs> I would need that after like 23 years so of you, being short. You think to compensate, you need to be I would like have to compensate. literal skyscraper size? I would size? actually have to compensate and just like tell everyone, this is me for the rest of my life now. Like, I own you. We can make it. <laughs> I guess we can make it work. Like, you walk up to the window every morning, I open it up like, hey, babe. Like, but I don't know. I think. Me I think and my giant girlfriend. It's not a dope thing. It's not a dope power to me like i've been wondering like is ant-man really like does he level up all the other marvel characters so far i mean he's he's i think he's very overpowered honestly it's all application i have to see more i honestly think he's stronger when he turns small than when he turns big. yeah but when he was big he barely could move Right. Well, he's yeah. still in the same place just the entire time. Just the square cube law, like it just takes I, more energy to no, move. No, I, I get that. So I would just, I would prefer to be smaller then. Yeah. But I'm saying, being big, like you can barely move. All they have to do is really like attack you at your ankles. True. You can't reach them. Got them. <laughs> and you can barely move. Like I, it's just not something I would want. Okay. So I think I would just enjoy the height for a bit and then just come back to five one. Okay, well, see, that's what's interesting, then. Would you rather be able to turn really big or turn really small? It seems like you would choose to be able to oh, turn I would, really small. I would be really small. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember. Shane is having So you're watching. telling me you'd willingly be Shane choosing had, to be less than five one. 
if I had the powers that Ant Man did, right? Have, you could go back. Like, of course, I can go back to my regular height. But I think when he was smaller, like, didn't he have like the power of like, I don't know, you know? More. Yeah, it's like his his strength as a grown man. Like, so at five one, right. all of your strength here. But now on a much smaller thing. I mean, they're very inconsistent about the rules of how his thing works. I think Marvel is inconsistent a lot. Yeah. And Jasmine had some some critiques of the general world building. She was pulling at threads. I did not want her to pull. You know, some things were just lazy to me. Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, why can't, why? So is Hydra, like, are they Nazis or not? Like, it just seemed like they went full throttle, like, okay, we're Nazis in the beginning. Right. And then they've been trying to walk that back. And, and they're like, like, they're just evil, we're, bro. We're just evil. But no, like, we're not going to, like, actually refer to them as, like, Nazis. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're definitely fascists, which is, you know, a more general It's critique. It's general, but I felt like they weren't being general at the beginning. Fair. It was just like, oh, it's like, like why say they started as, like, a, a wing of the Nazis and then be like... They, they've slowly been walking it back. They're, they're white supremacists, but they're anti-racist <laughs> at the same time. I don't know. It, it, it was just lazy. It's like, yes, I'm pro-cop. Yes, Black Lives Matter. We do exist. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I appreciate being short. I do think I would get a kick out of being tall. Like, come on. Hey. Meg the Stallion, like, just standing next to her. It's Jasmine like, the Stallion? She could just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not a stallion. I'm like a pony. That's what's up, though. I, and You're I, my no. little pony. I cannot believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you set me up too well for that. You're my little pony standing on a nice five nine. Okay, yeah, this is enough. <laughs> We're moving on. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, would you be? Would you choose to be big like Godzilla? I need extra ad- additional amenities. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what are you going to do with just being big? That's what I'm saying. It would just be kind of annoying. Well, first of all, like. They definitely, like, I'm already black. Like, I'm getting shot at every day. Yeah. Re- even if I'm harmless, like, I'm just going to be like, bro, you know the bullets bounce off. Like, stop. Yeah, for real. Just leave me alone, dude. They found me to be threatening because I was speeding in this uh, one area of Chicago and, like, four cops ran out. Four? Four. Four. <laughs> Flashlights. Guns drawn. <laughs> a five-foot black teenager wait, wait, wait. It's so crazy because we're just laughing at trauma, but, like, it actually happened. <laughs> When they saw me, they were mad. They were like, why are you driving like that? You're driving like a grown man that's like, who's like running from someone. And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's no very way. presumptuous no of a way, grown way. man driving. My answer, my answer was, I got to meet my curfew in five minutes. You don't know my mother. Like, no, you don't know my mom. If I'm choosing between the possibility of police brutality and my, and mom, my mom going in on me right now. You know what? Go ahead, put the cuffs on me right now. <laughs> at least I have a wait, at least I have a real story. Right, right. No, no. One night I came home. My curfew was at eleven. I came home, walked in at eleven o two. So I pulled in. And it was eleven o one. I walk in. She's sitting there. She's like, "Are you serious?" Ooh. You know what? Your curfew is ten thirty from now on. Since you want to come in late. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but she wasn't really great at, like, following through with punishments at this point for me. Oh, that must be nice. No, like, but for the first 17 years, I think she was. Oh, yeah. But once was I like got the freedom like... once I got the freedom of having my own car, like, she'd be like, give me your keys, you're not going to have your car for a week. And then right, I would, like, kind of like then that next school. morning, I would wake her up to drive me to school, and she's like, fuck it. Yeah, like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> get your keys, I'm not doing this, you're too grown for this. So, I wasn't too worried about that, but, oh, that's cool. you know, you know, black moms and... 
and curfew mm-hmm. sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, my friends, uh, my friends back in middle school, we had a uh, a term we coined, and our moms talk about it all the time. It's like the funniest shit ever. We had BMI, Black Mom Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just like, now listen, <laughs> should I really be on punishment right now? Like, <laughs> if I get home late, is that my fault or the bus drivers? No, that's a fact. I deserve financial a, compensation. No, that's a fact for you. <laughs> but I have my own car, so it was my fault. Yeah, I still don't know how to drive, so. <laughs> you know, okay. we thought it would happen this know. summer, maybe this fall. Stay tuned. Yeah, anything but working. <laughs> Nothing but cars. We'll probably do the next one right there. Uh, which one is that? It's right under. How do you problem solve as a couple? Ooh, I like that one. How Thank do we you. problem solve? How do we solve problems? I, f- I felt like I just talked for like you sure five did. straight minutes. You sure <laughs> did. It was five straight minutes. There was some pauses. Okay, I'll go. I think how we solve problems, I think, of course, varies from issue to issue. Mm-hmm. There are any number of problems that come in a relationship. Um, there are the things that are happening outside of your relationship to problem solve. Um, so like, you know, just life coming at you fast. And how do you deal with that? Um, mm-hmm. So stuff like organizing, like who's going to pay this bill? Yeah. Yeah. Like things like that. There are things that are like within the relationship in your shared living space. So like, how are we like taking care of the space? Because Jasmine and I just moved in together. I guess we can also answer this other question as well since it's kind of a part of it right yeah it can be yeah so we also had a question about when we knew we were ready to move in together how we know it's the next step mm-hmm. also just like giving the tea all living together shout out to guys. my shout out to my bestie as Neri mm-hmm. for the questions for a great question i've gotten this question a lot too from my friends just because they're like oh my god like is it weird like living with your mm-hmm. Your partner now. i think maybe like focusing in on the problem solving like yeah. the style and then going into like the moving in question yeah so we'll start with the, the the living together so i think the style that obviously i think like every day is like you i'm learning more and more about jasmine and i think that every day you're learning more and more about me yes. and how we approach problems mm-hmm. um and go about solving them so i think one thing that i think is pretty important to both of us is just doing our best to give each other grace yes and like just sort of approach things where it's like i like i like to do my best to never assume that anything that's going down is because jasmine is somehow like malicious or like is holding like any kind of resentment or whatever like it's never like you can't approach these kind of situations like my partner is the bad guy right i think the furthest you can go is maybe you think like okay like my partner is wrong Mm -hmm. but like it's also like having like grace be a part of your approach. Like, even if you're like, Oh, like for sure. Like I know, like, I feel like I did nothing wrong. It's still like, I want to understand like where they're coming from and how we're going to solve this together. Yeah. Because when it's you versus this other person, like it's not going to go just, well. You're not going to fix it. No. You're not going to fix it. No, it's not. That's a fight you, you will lose even if you win. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts? I feel like for me, when I like identify different problems in our relationship, it's important for me to consider external factors. Mm -hmm. So like 
I feel like a simple problem, like, oh my gosh, like Shane didn't clean the bathroom this week. And like, and we have two bathrooms. So like, you know, we split responsibilities and I take on one, he takes on the other. It's Mm -hmm. usually the one that we both use the most. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, like Shane didn't wipe down the sink. Like that's something that's simple to like figure out. It's like, hey, like, I think we just forgot this. Like, can we talk about this? Because I have to like remind you to do these things. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there could be like bigger problems where it's like, oh, like this person is experiencing something that's outside the relationship that is affecting our relationship, our relationship mm-hmm. in different areas. And I feel like in that respect, I would want to address like what you're struggling with before I address the different problems mm-hmm. that we're going through, you know? Yeah. Because I think that, you know, mental health is part important. And I think that sometimes we don't consider that. Yeah. It's not like our instinct. And it's just I, kind of like, well, I'm feeling bad because of like, well, how my partner is treating me right now or how they've been. And it's like having to take like a step out of that for a moment and yeah. say like, okay, like what, what exactly is, is what exactly on? is going on in Shane's life? Right. Like, what is Shane struggling with? Right. Cause I feel like if you just like, you know, start to address the problems, then I think it's just going to add to that person's stress mm-hmm. and they're just going to feel even more overwhelmed than they did before. Yeah. So I think, you know, Shane and I have tried to incorporate check-ins into our relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're monthly, sometimes they're mm-hmm. weekly. Sometimes we forget. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we do <laughs> Because forget. life happens. Mm-hmm. But I think the check-ins are the most important part of our, like, problem-solving skills. Right. Because they allow us to be in a space where it's like, I'm not coming to Shane upset. And, like, my emotions aren't, like, clouding my judgment. It's like, hey, I thought about this issue that we've had, like, for the past couple of weeks. And I think it's time that we sit down and like talk about it right? Like and on the couch or in the kitchen. And it's just like a mutual, like non-judgmental space. Right. And then it, it becomes like now a problem that is like, oh, this is just a recurring cycle and it's bad. It becomes a part of like a dialogue with these check-ins. Right. Where it's like, okay, like now I'm not just looking back to the last time we were like arguing about something or like in a bad spot. I'm looking back to, hey, so last time we talked about this. I think this strategy has been like working really well for me. I think I've grown here. I think mm-hmm. this might be something that like I'm still trying to figure out and I want to talk to you about it. Or right. even saying like, hey, like I've really like I've seen that you're trying mm-hmm. and like I really appreciate that. And I was and it's like, okay, like here's something else that like, you know, I'd want to talk to you about and I want to like us to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And these conversations are not easy. Like no, they're really hard. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> difficult. And especially, but I think I always leave those conversations like learning a new way to support you, and you know, to support myself. Yeah. Throughout the situation, and that's important in our relationship to me. Yeah, same here. Like I've learned a lot, a lot about you through all these years, and I think a lot of the times that I've been learning have been like the hardest parts of our relationship at any given point. Like sometimes it's like, okay, like we really got to have these conversations during the problem solving. Right. Like a lot of that learning and the growth happens. Yeah. And I think moving in together has like made me really work on trying to prevent certain problems yeah. that I know we may fall back into. Mm-hmm. Um, like one thing could just be like, I think that I, you know, I'm a nurturer. Mm-hmm. I like to like cook and everything. Like it's something that I really enjoy, but also like, Oh yeah, they don't know your, you know what you do for a living, and they never right? will. And they never will, so I won't drop a hint. But you know, Shane's had a bit more time off than I have this past summer, 
and I've just been working crazy hours, but I was still the one who like, you know, led meal planning and like Mm -hmm. cooking. And that wouldn't have necessarily been a problem. I realized if I had just like asked for more help upfront and like told you my needs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, try and like prevent them before they occur. Cause I think that I usually do jump into certain things and you jump into certain things, but we're not really communicating like the different person's needs yeah, as we're carrying the these things out in the apartment. Right. Like, like being proactive is super, 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 super essential before like moving in with your partner. I, I mean, I would say it's just important to be proactive with any person you're going to be sharing space with. Um, please. Please. Especially if you're moving to New York City with a stranger. Oh my God. That's when <laughs> I both made that mistake. The first year in New York, we, uh, we're like, okay, like, you know, we've been together a long time. We're both going to be in New York. We weren't um, ready to make that step to move in. Yeah, together. we weren't ready. And I'm glad we did it, honestly. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, regret I that. feel like it, we learned a lot in our individual environments. But both of our living situations were hell. We lived with some just absurd people. Um, yeah, we're not going to dedicate too much time. We're not going to dedicate too much time to, to it. But all that to say... Through those months and then deciding that we were going to move in together. We moved in together at the beginning of uh, this last May. Mm-hmm. It felt like we were ready. Like a lot of friends have asked me like, oh, like, okay, like, how did you like know? Like, how is it? Like, is it crazy? And like Jasmine mentioned, I think one big help is that we have two bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah also- especially after we... Yeah, you know, use some Chipotle or something. Oh, yeah. Jasmine <laughs> loves Chipotle. And then it's just like, yeah, you go over there. It's a weapon of, of mass destruction. Stop. No, that's, okay. no, that's Shane, honestly, guys. Like, that's Shane? No, that's, that's Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, obviously it's not like everything's like hunky-dory, like we're figuring stuff out all the time. I think that's true for, for any one, any relationship. Although I don't feel like we're like, I don't think we're one of those couples who just be like fighting. No. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, you know that one couple where you're like going, you know, like everybody's having a good time and it's like, oh shit. Like, no, we're not like that. We're not like that. Like, it's we're not like that. Yeah, that's not us. Um, we would never, we would never be like that. Cause at that point, are you happy? Are you right. happy with the person? It, less so, I, and for me, it's just like, are you getting off on this? Like, like, why, why are we here in public? Like, I think sometimes we can find comfort with like different situations that remind us of like past events. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's how we fall into like those old habits. Those old habits, for sure. But I think that you brought up a good point. It's really not about being right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the beginning of our, of our relationship, it was like that for us. Yeah. Where it was like, okay, I'm going to prove to Shane that I'm right. And he's going to prove to me that he's right. Mm-hmm. And the argument's going to last for maybe like 72 hours. Yeah. Because it's just like, I listen, I, I am a... I, I love discourse. He does. So my way of saying that when I start arguing about something, like it's very hard for me to let it go. Um, usually just because I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm. I don't speak up too often about things. So when I do, it's because I know in my heart that I feel like I'm very, very like right about this. I, mm-hmm. I feel the need to be heard. So. But now I think that I've moved away from that and especially like living together. Yeah. I just think that some arguments just aren't, aren't worth it's the truth. It. It's not worth it. No. Like, is it really worth it? If like, you know, Shane just forgot to like wash this one dish. Right. Or I'm like, okay, like the okay. marshmallows are on the couch. Like, wow. Shane right now. That's not, that's not actually, 
because I don't care. I'm just saying like hypothetically, right? Right. Like, it's like, damn, like she left them out. Like, am I really about to be like uppity about it? Like, let me just pick up the bag, you know, like. Yeah, it's not hard. You pick and choose your battles and you know that every battle, I know this sounds corny. I'm sure you've heard it before, like on a Hallmark card, but it really is like you and your partner against the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not you versus your partner, and that's Definitely the problem. Definitely a homework staple. Yeah, but, but it's I mean, a good it's a good lesson. You know, homework got some bars it's sometimes. I mean, if I'm paying eight dollars for a card, like they better. Yeah, they better be spending some heat. I mean, you know, some of it is super basic, but you know, <laughs> people get ripped off sometimes. They're not all valuable, but that one is. So yeah, uh, and also we knew when we were ready to move in together um, because we were like, damn, we spend a lot of time with each other. Anyway, anytime Jasmine's roommates were out of town, like I was up in that apartment, mm-hmm. like we bought a Christmas tree together. I feel like that was really when I it think was that like, was it. Yeah, yeah. Once we, we invested a in a tree. seven and a half foot Christmas tree, and I wonder who chose seven and a half feet. I'll give you three guesses. I'm bad waiting. Who's, I'm waiting. Bad t- I want to hear bad things guess first. I wouldn't know. I celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yeah, it was Shane. Yeah, it, it was Shane. It was, it was Jasmine, actually. It was, it was me. I love Christmas, and I was feeling very homesick because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Couldn't go home. We couldn't go home, so it was really me and Shane for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Christmas. Like, I had, like, random moments during the holidays where I would just burst into tears. Yep, I remember. Because, like Shane said at the beginning of the episode, my family's really big, and they're all in the same place. So I was really the only one, you know, missing out from being in the family unit. And that had never happened before, so it was sad. Yeah. But that's that Christmas tree got my fun. spirit up. Yeah. So throw in the storage unit, but <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like we spent so much time together and really, really like I think deepened our relationship over like all of twenty twenty going so, to twenty twenty one. Yeah. So I think it was just like around like probably like January. It was like okay, like seriously, like. Yeah, like we're tired of packing these backpacks and these overnight bags. Yeah, and to traveling to the other apartment and like, you know, half the apartment's like fucking disgusting. All mine was yeah. was just super disgusting all the time because my roommate was nasty and it was just like we could just have our own space. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, we laid out some guidelines for the things that we would need mm-hmm. to be successful in the space. We knew we could not do a one bedroom. No. We cannot do Don't a one do bedroom. We if value our our space, whether you believe that or not. You should value your space, huh? You should value your space. You should, Just yeah. In, in any kind of situation. in any situation, any friendship, relationship, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's important to have it. You need your alone time. Mm-hmm. So it was. So one of our got one of our rules, like okay, if it's not a two bedroom, we're not going to look. At least a two bedroom, we're not mm-hmm. going to look at it because it's just not going to work. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, we were. We weren't realistic with this one, but we wanted two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we live in New York City, so... Um, you know, it's hard to find. It's hard to find. And then we, like, toured this one apartment uh, for the first time in April. The bathtub was half of, like, Shane's body it length. It was fugly. It was terrible. So it was really just, like, a, a miniature apartment. apartment. And we were kind of discouraged because we were like, oh, is this all New York has to offer us on our budget? Mm-hmm. And then the second apartment that I found, I was like, hey, Shane, like, let's just give it a look. I know our leases aren't up yet, but, you know, we'll look at it, see if it, like, meets any of our, like, checks any of our boxes off. Mm-hmm. And it checked off, like, every, every single, single box. box. It's It was perfect. And then some. Mm-hmm. And then some. So we have a three-bedroom, two-bath, and we have a guest room, 
that I got to just decorate myself. Yeah. And we're actually in it right now. This is where we record the the show. Yeah. Every single week, Shane and Caleb sit in this room. And yeah, yeah, it's really great because when we do need that alone time, it's easy for us to take it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like have like space, you know, just I think it's it's necessary. I think that's a big part of living with your partner is like having like this expectation where it's kind of like, hey, like I might need like some space right now. Mm-hmm. I still love you. You know, <laughs> it's not my running away. I think the traditional like standard is that you share everything. Like, yeah. When you're with someone. In a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. like you share you share a bed. It's like. When I, I feel like when people hear about couples who don't sleep in the same bed, they're just like, oh, like, they must be roommates. Yeah, this is such a loveless relationship. Which and you know, that's you... not us because I, I love to cuddle Shane. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite things great. about the day. It's wonderful. Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's really important to have that space in your space that you're sharing with this other person. But honestly, like I'd say things have been going pretty good. I think we've been very fortunate to have just a very roomy apartment. Which has I been agree. great. We've been able to like host friends or have people over, you know, within reason, all vaccinated, you ain't coming over here without your shots, but <laughs> you know, that's been good. So But have we given the tea on the ups and downs now? The ups and downs of So we talked again. about moving in, how we knew it was the next step. Mm-hmm. But how has the tea been spilled? The tea has not. Or rather the mimosas, which is what we're drinking tonight. Or today. It's the earliest we've ever recorded an episode, by the way. Mm-hmm. That shows that it's a Jasmine episode. <laughs> wow. I get really tired at night. Sometimes I'm asleep by the time that Caleb leaves at night. That's true. We finish recording and then I go cuddle with my I'll girlfriend. just say, I'll be like, bye, Jasmine. It's like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the tea. I mean, I don't know. What what tea is there to spill? Um, I think it's true that you learn a lot about your partner when you move in together. Mm-hmm. Like, you really can't hide anything at that point. Not that I was. Yeah, but you but you really can't. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't. Like I think you just get like all of like their random like, you know, quirks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that I used to do and my siblings could let you know this, like I just like to like randomly sing to the top of my lungs and like just be loud at mm-hmm. random points during the day. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you well, learned that about me moving I, in together. I very I very much did. <laughs> But that's not something that I think you saw, like, at Williams or, like, when we were just hanging out. Oh, no. At, like, my old apartment, you know? Yeah, because it's like, okay, now it's full time. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, there she goes singing again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or just, like, watching Dance Moms, full volume, wherever. I actually was used to that, but then it's, like, it's every day. But it's well, also a big apartment. Well, no, it depends. Yeah. It depends. I go into, like, my little Dance Moms obsessions or, like, different things. Like, it could be paternity court. It could be Dance Moms, like... Mm. It, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be, you know, anything but work. Yeah, let's go. Hey, as it should be for y'all. Anything will work. Who nothing knows? but classics. I get, like, hyper-fixated on different things. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on the day. Yeah. My most recent one was Hamilton. Yeah. Lots of Hamilton was getting played in this house. Lots of, fam- Lots lots of Hamilton. Hamilton. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, one, one perk. <laughs> I mean, this is just obvious, but... Being able to just, like, walk around in anything you want in a space. Oh, yeah. I'd be naked. In this house. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it's nice to have the option. And I, I would be long if I said I had an engagement. And plus, there's no, like, overlapping windows uh-huh. with other people. So it's just like, and hey, when they're when they're if when I get out the shower and I'm dry, I don't have to walk all the way to the room. 
mm-hmm. with my towel, like wrapped around, like I'm dry. Like I can just walk in my crib. Yeah. I mean, there have been plenty of nights when like Shane came home from like hanging out with friends and stuff. And I'm just kind of like in the bed, yeah. like just there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm in my apartment. And I'm like, damn, you are though. That's a perk. I, I have not been able to do that in my entire life, though. Yeah, just to go chill in the living room and just be like, this is my apartment. Like, I can just do whatever I want. Right. I live here. Like, even at home growing up, like, there was never a time where I could just, like, walk around like that. Yeah. So, I would say that that is a freeing experience. What's, what's one positive thing for you? No, I would say a similar positive. Like, I just love having the, an entire space to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like... We've been able to host a lot more. We've been able to host a lot more. And I, oh, I missed it so much. I mean, you know, Delta might end that, but. Well, it's going to end a lot of things. Probably the world. Hopefully not. <laughs> Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> but This is fake wood. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. Yeah. That's super fake wood. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's been nice to be able to have people in the space. Like having the guest room. We've been able to have like a lot of friends over. I got my mm-hmm. old TV in the guest room. Yep, We're using, like, over. Jasmine's old mattress. Like, we've been able to have, like, Jasmine's family over. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been nice to have, like, a space that's ours and be able to, like, relish it. Like, there's, like, all kinds of workspace, so I don't just have to, like, be in my room mm-hmm. while trying to get oh, things well, we, done. we don't. That's another, that's another thing. We do not work in our bedroom. No. It's, like, a firm rule. And I love that because when I had roommates, I had, like, my desk, everything in this one tiny space. Yeah. And I would, like, wake up for work and just, like, kind of roll, roll off over. the bed. And, and my like... workspace was, like, right near my bed. So That's it was horrible. impossible to relax Yeah, in that space. So, and also, we don't get Wi-Fi in our bedroom. That's also true. We need to get a Wi-Fi extender. So it's basically, like, a dead zone. Shane really wants us to get an extender. But I like that I don't have Wi-Fi in that space. I guess it's a nice limitation. It's just sometimes, like, maybe I want to scroll on my phone mm-hmm. and not have the Wi-Fi be shit. Yeah, you have that T-Sprint. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even get me started <laughs> on T-Sprint. Worst merger ever. Get these antitrust laws going because we got to break this shit up. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, but honestly, that, that's a big positive. I think, is there is there any, like, further tea you can think of? Well, we did the ups. We have to do the downs because we're real like that. Yeah, we're real like that. We talk about the downs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, getting used to, to other people's, like, idiosyncrasies about how they like their home mm-hmm. um, is just a big thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, with my roommates from before, less so. Because, you know, I just didn't know those people. Mm-hmm. And damn sure didn't know me. But, you know, living with Jasmine, I'm like, okay, like, I'm learning. Like, for example, I'm like, if a dishwasher is going and it's not currently in a locked mode, I assume that if there's something I need to get out of it, I can open it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be locked because water would spill out everywhere, blah, 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 blah. So our dishwasher is like, I want to call it old. It does um, the job. But it does the job. My, my old one didn't work at all, so I'm glad it does the job. It's functioning. I just um, think that, and, and this is something, this is one downside. Shane will go in there to get something that he can really just wash out himself that's already out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, let the dishwasher finish its cycle. Like, why are we interrupting? Yeah, but I'm saying this is the only time I've done that. Every time I open the dishwasher... It's been because I started it and forgot to well, not put last something night. in, which is why I said that was the only time I've ever mm-hmm. opened it 
like at whereas, what I like, was me, at the end part I, of the cycle. Whereas for me, I'm like, okay, I don't want to overload the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Like if I started the dishwasher, that means that I have put enough in there. Right. So I'm like, hey, there are a couple forks here. I'll just wash the forks out. Yeah, and that's usually the and case. And that's for one me. difference between us. Yeah, that's usually the case for me. I think I also just grew up. My grandmother has the dishwasher and literally never uses it. Mine too. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm very used to washing dishes by hand. It's mm-hmm. irritating. Where I'm like, like we have a device with which to wash our dishes. It's not that I don't like it because I can do it if we need to. Like obviously our, most of our pots and pans, like the bigger stuff, like I'll wash myself. Oh, I said that because you said it was irritating to wash. I'm saying like, mm-hmm. ir- because I'm used to like having my hands in like water for like long chunks of time mm-hmm. whereas now i can do everything in like 10 minutes and it's fine yeah which because the dishwasher takes care of most of the dishes so i'm just the person who's very excited to own a dishwasher and <laughs> so I there are small issues like purposes. this where we disagree mm-hmm. and we have to compromise yeah so and mm-hmm. the thing last night shane opened the dishwasher because he needed a cup to make mm-hmm. a smoothie mm-hmm. even though you know there was a cup already out he couldn't find it mm-hmm. but he couldn't close it back which again <laughs> i didn't even realize this just the dishwasher has never done it before it hasn't it's because the door of the dishwasher is like too tall and like apparently that's like these screws that scrape the top of it and it's not aligned perfectly within its ridges it's you know, dumb it, it's dumb it's yeah dumb. but yeah just like random things like that i think that's a downside yeah because i wouldn't I would have never known that about Shane if we had not moved in together. Yeah, now you know. You're cursed with knowledge. Cursed with knowledge mm-hmm. or blessed with knowledge? Uh, probably burdened in some way, I assume. <laughs> but what other, what other downside? I feel like there's, you know, there's a bigger one. Like, what, what advice would you give to a couple who's moving in, who's together? Moving in together? I mean, like I said, like, value your space. Mm-hmm. Approach problems as a team and not as opponents. Really, really plan out your move. Plan out your move. Plan out your move. Talk to your partner about, you know, your different strengths, your different Oh, yeah. Places. And you should talk about, yeah, what you prefer your space to look like. Yeah. But I was, I was actually talking about, like, the process of the move. Yeah. Because Shane does not do well with, like, packing and mm-hmm. organizing that. I don't do well with unpacking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that just worked out because, you know, we're super compatible, right? <laughs> right but like that wasn't something that we actually talked about with each other until we were already in the moment and you know we were building things i was very irritable like shane was packing up things he also was and i think that we would have been able to support one another if we had had that conversation Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree so yeah yep and just make sure you know that you're comfortable asking for space because you're gonna need it yeah I don't care how much you love your partner, love yeah. being around your partner. There is going to come a time where you're going to have to request for some alone time because you live in the same space. Yeah, you know what they say. If you love someone, you got to be able to let them go. And, you know, usually they mean it in the context of, like, let them break up with you or some dumb shit like that. But, like, specifically, it can mean that your partner and you don't necessarily have to be in the same space all the time. Part right. of love is knowing when it's like, I respect your autonomy. Like, you need to have some space to yourself. Mm-hmm. And every human being needs it. I don't care how extroverted you are. And you are. shouldn't assume that your partner is just going to know that without you telling them. Exactly. Communication is key. Over-communicate. Over-communicate. I like yeah. that. Over-communicate. So, yeah. That's living together. 
uh, Jasmine. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at one. Which one are you looking at? The top one. Same. Okay, let's do it. Let's do that. When are we getting married? Well, guys, this has been great. Do you want to hear more of what we're talking about? Tune in next week. To a second part of this amazing Anything But Work Jasmine special. Yeah, it's a two-parter. It's a it's real a two-parter. Part. We had so much to talk about. The questions were great. Great so, conversation. So much tea spilled. Tea spilled. Tea cleaned. Yeah, tea know. cleaned. You know, Tune in next week. Super excited for you guys to come back. And, you know, don't worry. After that, after that second part, Caleb's going to return. Well, it's going to be lit. Yeah, and it's going to be super lit, but it's also lit right now. All right? It's lit now, but you guys were given a chance to miss Caleb, you know? Yeah. Like, I think we take Caleb for granted. We take Shane for granted. That's true. I think you're going to have to go on vacation soon. I honestly do. Who's going to be on the show if if I'm gone? We'll figure it out. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, missing... What you love is the best way to keep it it's fresh, best way to keep it new, mm-hmm. you know? Free advice. That's some bars. That's some you know, bars. Bars, bars. bars. Nicki Minaj, Nicki uh. Lewinsky, Nicki <laughs> Do the whole itty bitty picky rap right now. The whole thing? The whole thing. Oh my gosh. We'll you make don't this want a bonus that. clip. No, you don't want that. I want, want it. That. I want it right that. now. That's when you put the beat on. I'll start in a random spot. I was on the plane with Dwayne. You can call me Nick. Hey, you can call me hey, Wait, hey. I messed up. Let's okay, not do it. Okay, hold on. Okay, pause the beat. Turn the beat back on. Keep quiet, though. I'll do the ending. Okay, the ending. Nicki okay. Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Boss, Nicki the Harajuku Barbie. I mean, I don't even know why you girls bother at this point. <laughs> like, give it up. It's me. I win. You lose. Ha, 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 ha. Anything but work every Thursday. Yep. Come back next week for part two. Bye.